the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Time now for Dr. Health Radio, radio's original health news magazine, bringing you the latest information on medicine, nutrition, fitness, and wellness, and now in its 31st year. Your host of Dr. Health Radio is health expert David Snow, who is not a doctor, and while most of David's guests are doctors or authorities in their areas of expertise, they do not diagnose or prescribe on the air. If you have a condition or illness that requires medical attention, see a health professional. The information contained in this program is for educational and entertainment purposes only. And now, your host of Dr. Health Radio, the snowman himself, David Snow. Question, what happens to race car drivers when they eat too much? Answer, they get indigestion, as in Indy cars. Welcome to an Indy 500 Memorial Day weekend edition of the program. It's not what we're going to talk about, though, but we do have a fast show for you. We have a memorable show for you on this Memorial Day weekend edition of the program, our annual swim show here on Dr. Health Radio. A former Olympian with us in just a few minutes, but more about that in a moment. First of all, water, excuse me, May is Water Safety Month. And a sad stat is that every day two children in the U.S. die from drowning. In fact, according to the Centers for Disease Control, drowning is the leading cause of death among children ages one to four. Now, learning to swim will, of course, reduce your chances of or risk of drowning, which is the second leading cause of unintentional injury death for children under 14, and as I mentioned, the highest rates uh, among kids ages 1 to 4. Now, you might say, oh, David, uh, I, my child just won't go in a swimming pool, or they don't like the water, or uh, I won't go in. And Well, you know, I got news for you. Water is all around us, folks. Rivers, lakes, streams, drainage ditches. What if your family get or you you or your family member gets caught in a storm with rising waters? Uh, you know, even a jacuzzi or bathtub is enough to have a, a child drown in it, or a, a, an adult if they're inebriated, for instance, uh, which has happened thousands of times, unfortunately. What if your plane goes down, you know, and and has to w- make an emergency water landing? So, you know, you never know. <laughs> Like my Italian grandmother used to say, you know, you never know. Anyway, plus, add to that, swimming opens up a lifetime of fun and fitness for you. Not to mention just the survival, but just thriving. And so in just a few minutes, we will have on the show one of the greatest swimmers of our lifetime. He was a member of the U.S. Olympic Hall of Fame, actually is, I should say, uh, now. Rowdy Gaines uh, set 10 world records between 1978 and the 1984 Olympic Games. He was kind of the Michael Phelps of the 80s. Uh, He's a three-time Olympic gold medalist. But that's not all. He also racked up an additional 16 medals, 12 of those gold, at the World Swimming Championships as well as the Pan American Games. Now, since his retirement from competition, Rowdy Gaines has been the voice of American swimming coverage. Uh, You may have seen him and heard him serving as an analyst for NBC. 
He's with us today in just a few minutes to help spread the message that swimming saves lives. In fact, he has been an ambassador for USA Swimming for decades to eradicate drowning in America. And not only for safety are we going to be talking to him about uh, knowing how to swim, but also for swimming for its multitude of health benefits, um, of which there are many. And we'll get into that in just a few minutes with Rowdy. Well, since today's show is on swimming, uh, it's my duty to uh, bring you swimwear trends. Can you say string bikinis? You know, your second set of cheeks, uh, attention women. You know, we're covering the fact that swimwear is not covering as much as it used to. Uh, here's a couple of opposing uh, views here. One one is the um, the con or the opposing view of of what's happening to swimwear where it's, there's practically no coverage um, let alone, well, uh, here's this um, expert, uh, female expert. She says, uh, something about even looking at this style makes imagining there's only a piece of dental floss between my sphincter and the rest of the world is very, very real. What happens when you sit down? Have we learned nothing over the past year about keeping public surfaces sanitary? And then the opposing viewpoint is uh, from this woman, uh, I joined Team Free Your Cheeks on a trip to Rio just a few years back. Everyone at the Copacabana Beach was thriving in a booty-out environment, and um, I understood then what the entirety of Brazil already knows. Less fabric equals less bikini sagging, less drying time, and less sand (laughs) you-know-where. Less wedgie uh, potential, too. And then she goes on to say, that's why it's minimal coverage for me this summer and every summer from now on. So I don't know how long this trend is going to continue. But, you know, all I can say is some women get away with it more than others. All right. uh, Moving right along. Well, this Tuesday, June 1st, is National Go Barefoot Day. So time to kick off your shoes for that. Spending time outdoors or outside barefoot can help you look more radiant, according to researchers at the University of California, Irvine. Listen to this. Enjoying direct skin contact with the earth, known as grounding, otherwise knowing, uh, or uh, uh, otherwise known here in Hawaii where we all grew up, <laughs> being barefooted. It's just going barefooted, going all natural and with your feet. But it improves circulation and blood flow to the face, after 20 minutes, an effect that can enhance skin tissue repair, tighten skin, and reduce wrinkles, uh, says this report. To get the perks, spend 20 minutes a day outside with your bare feet on the ground. Well, aren't you glad that National Barefoot Day, this June 1st, is not January 1st? <laughs> Otherwise, some of you would have popsicle toes, depending on where you live, of course. So make sure your feet are naked not just on Barefoot Day, but every day. All right, uh, Highway Health Patrol, uh, that's our um, health and safety aspect or uh, department of the show. And um, we want to tell you that with more than 30 million of you on the roads this weekend, this holiday weekend, make sure you always carry the five Fs in your vehicle at all times. They are flares, fire extinguisher, uh, first aid kit, fix a flat, and a flashlight with fresh batteries, of course. And uh, don't be a 3D driver now. That is distracting, drowsy, or drunk. But how is the condition of your headlights, the headlights on your automobile? Well, you know, they're like your eyes. It allows you to see where your vehicle's heading at night, right? 
So does your car or truck have cataracts? I always call them car cataracts, the uh, clouding of the lens, of the, the headlight lens. Of, uh, you see autos all the time, uh, and they, you, know, you can tell the age of the auto because it's uh, the, of the headlight lens. But anyway, uh, they say this is a recent study from AAA. Uh, they say that um, they reported that the plastic coating on headlight lenses can start to deteriorate three to five years uh, after, they, um, after they're new and can become so clouded or yellowed over time, get this, that the headlights provide just 22% of the light they did when new, kind of like our eyes, you know, and uh, it goes the same with your cataracts. When, uh, if, you're, if you don't get your cataracts attended to, that's what happens is your, uh, uh, the world gets dim. Well, if headlight illumination drops to 20%, uh, you're, you're, uh, you're screwed because the visibility drops enough to make night driving much riskier than it already is. I mean, that's where most accidents happen. So restore your headlight lens coatings. Uh, they have these kits. Uh, you can either buy them online or all the auto parts stores have a, actually a section now for them. And with the average age of an automobile on the road over 12 years old now, chances are you're car has cataracts, so uh, maybe uh, pay attention to that this weekend. You know, I always um, uh, wax and detail my car on major holidays like Memorial Day weekend, or, you know, 4th of July, you know, just pick a, pick a holiday, uh, Easter, New Year's, whatever, but uh, every three or four months is when you need, need to wax your, uh, the skin on your car. All right, uh, let's see elsewhere in the news. Let's see, uh, before we go to the fitness file... Oh, let's, uh, speaking of um, automobiles, attention smokers, and I'm talking about smoking automobiles, sensors can now spot the most polluting cars that drive in cities. Air quality has been improved in Hong Kong by using roadside detectors to spot vehicles with the dirtiest fumes, forcing owners to get them fixed. Maybe they should do that here. Uh, There's a lot of smoking vehicles here. Uh, many older vehicles, of course, are the heaviest emitters, and um, it's rapidly improved air quality in Hong Kong, they say. In 2015, independent monitoring found that average concentration of carbon monoxide and nitrogen oxides uh, had dropped by 26-27% compared to 2012 levels before they started doing this. Uh, several European countries are testing roadside sensors to monitor road pollution. Speaking of air quality... Can sea air fight cancer? Now, we, gonna, we need to go back in history. The ancient Greeks believed seawater preserved and restored health, and 19th century French physicians considered it a complete mineral source for com- correcting any imbalance in the body. Uh, their patients were often advised to take the sea air uh, for a bronchial condition such as asthma. But is sea air actually good for you? Well, um, they actually did a study on this. Uh, Victorian seaside resorts had the reputation back then of restorative air quality. But now a team of Belgian researchers at Ghent University have discovered new benefits. Sea spray aerosols, the so-called SSAs, may help lower cholesterol and fight cancer in inhibiting the effect of a gene that plays an important role in both conditions. Uh, this, these SSAs, as they're called, contain the algal toxin homeoesotoxin, um, which has been shown to trigger apoptosis or cell death in lung cancer cells. 
Researchers are now looking at potential, oh, of course, potential pharmaceutical applications of SSAs so they can patent it and sell it to you. But in the meantime, go to the nearest ocean and breathe in deeply uh, so you can benefit the uh, from the sea air uh, because that's a natural cancer fighter. All right, uh, let's see. We've got a couple more minutes left, so let's go to the fitness file. Just one hour a week, that can change your health and your life. Cardio exercise, of course, crucial for overall health, but uh, your muscles also important. This was a 2021 review of 16 studies from around the globe. They found that just 30 to 60 minutes a week of muscle strengthening or resistance exercise improved or increased life expectancy by up to 17%. They also say that eating protein in proper amounts at the proper time is also crucial for preserving muscle mass, especially in older people. Uh, They say that when uh, people reach their 60s, their style of eating known as protein timing is important. Uh, That's combined with resistance exercise, and your bodies will actually respond as if they were in their 20s. So um, that's a good thing. Also, it'll keep your brain healthy. One study looked at 970 people living in senior communities, who had no evidence of cognitive decline, and they found that the risk was strongly determined by where they fell on the strength scale. The stronger, the better, as far as, um, in fact, uh, it could drop a subject's risk of Alzheimer's by up to 43%. Uh, Also reducing your risk of future weight gain, keeping your blood pressure under control, that's important, both of uh, cardiovascular exercise as well as resistance exercise. And we'll talk about swimming as the perfect exercise with Rowdy Gaines in just a few minutes, Olympian. Uh, that will be with us in just a few short minutes. Uh, you'll also stay happier. A study of 3,000 adults ages 54 to 89 found that having a strong grip was inversely associated with symptoms of depression, and it helps you battle cancer, uh, according to this study. All right, uh, in matters of sexual health, did you see this in the news recently? Panties, <laughs> I'm not making this up, that protect you from STDs. The FDA has cleared Laurel's, a brand of the company that makes the first of its kind underwear as protection against sexual diseases during oral sex. Single-use stretchy panties are made of latex, which of course is the same material they make condoms out of, uh, which provides a physical barrier for users, they say. According to the company, its wearers enjoy full sensation which makes this product superior to dental dams, which uh, some people use, which do block some sensitivity. Now, the texture mimics skin, and according to this report, the vanilla flavoring tasted like you're eating a cookie. Okay, I'm not going to pursue that. A pack of four comes in bikini and boy short styles and retails for 25 bucks. And by the way, Although effective against STDs, it is not a contraceptive, so cannot be used to prevent pregnancy, all right? So much for um, protective panties to protect you from sexual diseases. All right, and matters, oh, let's go to the Funny Bone Pharmacy. There's the room with the view, and then there's a Roomba with a poo. (laughs) Now, if this is not a worst-case scenario of modern technology, I don't know what is. It's a true story. Uh, one problem with a robotic vacuum cleaner, it has no sense of smell. Otherwise, it would not know, or it would know, rather, 
Not to spread a pile of dog dew all over the house, Jesse Newton of Little Rock, Arkansas, learned that lesson the hard way in 2016. In the middle of the night, the family dog made a sizable <clears throat> deposit onto the living room floor. While the family Roomba, automatically programmed, meanwhile, was making its nightly rounds. Then, as Newton later wrote, the Roomba sp- spread the dog poop over every conceivable surface within its reach. All right, well, uh, we won't go there anymore. Uh, think you're too old for sex, drugs, and rock and roll? Well, you'll always have drugs, by prescription anyway. You know, when you think about it, it's true, right? I, I pulled this quote out of a magazine or uh, out of a book, but uh, when you're young, you're, that's when you're typically consuming all the recreational drugs, and then when you get old, you're, you're taking more drugs than when you were young, but they're all prescription drugs, so they're they're legal. Okay, they're legal. And finally, Ralph forgot his wedding anniversary, and his wife was more than a bit agitated. Tomorrow morning, I expect to find a gift in the driveway that goes from zero to 205 seconds, and it better be there or else, she yelled. The next morning, Ralph, the husband, woke up early to do this thing. When his wife got up, she looked out the window, and sure enough, there was a gift-wrapped box smack in the middle of the driveway. The wife put on her robe and slippers, ran outside, and opened up the gift to find a bathroom scale. (laughs) Come on, honey, step on it. Let's get to 200. (laughs) Okay. All right, on that note, uh, that is the Funny Bone Pharmacy for this week. We will have... Rowdy Gaines, Olympian athlete for swimming on our swim show here. Swimming for safety and many of the health benefits of swimming as well as we talk to Rowdy in just a minute here on the Healthiest Hour on Radio. So don't go anywhere if you want to stay healthy. I'm David Snow and this is Dr. Health Radio. We wouldn't go a day without washing our hands, brushing our teeth, and washing our nose. Well, wait, we wash our nose? Yes, the number one place where bacteria, viruses, and pollen enter your body is through the nose. So the average person breathes over 23,000 times a day. That's 23,000 opportunities for bacteria, viruses, and irritants to get into your nose and make you sick. For an extra layer of protection, wash your nose with Clear. That is Clear, X-L-E-A-R. Clear's drug-free nasal spray features xylitol, an ingredient proven to block adhesion of many nasty bacteria and viruses, and effectively clean, not just rinse like a saline, but wash your nose. Clear nasal spray quickly alleviates congestion, opens your airway, and ensures your body's natural defenses are strong. Read the research studies for yourself at clear.com. That's X-L-E-A-R.com. Protect yourself from the pathogens and junk you breathe. Pick up a bottle for you and your family today. Dr. Health Radio is brought to you in part by Natural Factors, where great health begins. Family owned for over 55 years, Natural Factors has been bringing consumers the highest quality, safe, and effective nutritional supplements for healthier people and a healthier planet. Learn more at naturalfactors.com. And brought to you by Immune Health Basics, with formulas containing the clinically proven well-immune ingredient. For info, go to immunehealthbasics.com. Noni has been used by Polynesians and Hawaiians for over 2,000 years as their main medicinal plant. Now our new products bring the power of noni fruit to you in a pleasant-to-use form. Noni fruit leather is made from pure, organic, unfermented fruit and offers relief for many health problems inside and out. 
Our soothing lavender noni lotion helps with pain, skin ailments, and sports injuries. Noni fruit leather and lavender noni lotion are available online or at most health food stores. Try our noni lotion and fruit leather for improved health and energy. In a minute, I'm going to drown in this pool, surrounded by friends and relatives. That's because Dad thinks Mom is watching me, and Mom thinks Dad is. But actually, nobody is watching me. And you rarely make a sound when you're struggling. Don't assume someone else is watching. Become a water watchdog at abbyshope.org. Welcome back to The Cure for the Common Radio Show. David Snow with you. Welcome to a special edition of the program on this Memorial Day weekend edition. And uh, we are coming to you live. No, we're not live, but uh, the next best thing, we are coming to you in the morning. And if you miss any part of the morning show, our show is rebroadcast tonight at uh, the uh, on the station you're listening to right now, 12 hours from the time of the morning show. So uh, 7, 8, or 9 o'clock. And that's 7 or 8 or 9 p.m. this evening. And you can always go to the website, drhealthradio.com. That's D-O-C-T-O-R, healthradio.com, where we podcast all the shows Wednesday after and they air. In this uh, segment of the program, do we have Rowdy on? Not yet. Okay. Um, We are working on getting Rowdy Gaines on the uh, program. And if you're uh, just joining us, as I mentioned, he is a member of the U.S. Olympic Hall of Fame he set 10 world records between 1978 and the 1984 Olympic Games. Uh, he was the Michael Phelps of the 1980s. In fact, um, he is still active in the swimming category. And uh, we, I believe, have him on the pr- program right now. Uh, good morning, Rowdy. How the hell are you? Good, buddy. How are you? Excellent. Thank you. Now, uh, if if you could, if I could just ask you to uh, hold the phone to your ear, and uh, it sounds like you're on a speakerphone or a listening device of some kind. Yeah. Okay. Hang on just a second. Sure. Thank uh, you. Yeah. That'll make for a better interview. If. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm actually in a car driving. So, oh. Um, but hang on. Okay. Hang on. All right. Uh, yeah, I did have. Hello. Yes, yes, that's better. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. Is that better. Okay. Yeah. yeah right. Sure. Thanks. Thanks for taking the time with us uh, to discuss the importance of knowing how to swim, uh, not only to prevent drowning, but also uh, wanting to swim for health and fitness and fun and uh, all the things that swimming encompasses. Now, uh, I mentioned uh, that water or that uh, May is Water Safety Month, and that unfortunately, all too many children drown every year. And I know that you have have a passion for preventing that, and you've devoted a lot of your uh, post-Olympic career to that uh, cause. Uh, tell us, first of all, how young is too young for a, a parent to have their child learn learn to swim? I get asked that question a lot. You know, what age do we do we try to put our children into swim lessons? And having, David, four daughters and, and five granddaughters, I... I uh, I have a little experience at this from a personal perspective. I, I've always been a believer, and again, I'm not an expert in that category, uh, but I've always had the opinion when a child learns how to walk, uh, they need to learn how to swim, especially if you're in a situation where you live near bodies of water, pools, uh, uh, hot tubs, lakes, rivers, streams, ocean, anything that becomes a magnet to that child, uh, then as soon as they learn how to walk, 
they're instantly attracted to that. And as you know, uh, you know, parents have become living in an in an age of distraction now, especially with a smartphone, and 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 that's one of the main reasons why children end up um, having tragic situations is because they end up escaping from their parent who are, are, are not paying attention and for good reason. You know, you, you know, you're not always going to pay 24 seven attention, especially when you think your child's right there. But uh, I would say when they learn how to walk, it's a great age for them to, in, to introduce that child to learning how to swim. And yet what is the average age of average um, child does learn how to swim when they finally do? Is there a statistic there that you know? Well, learning to Swim and learning to be safer in the water are, are two different things. Uh-huh. Learning to swim, I mean, my I, I learned how to swim when I swim to swim before I learned how to walk. My parents wow. lived on a lake. I mean, my house was ten feet from a lake, oh. and I learned how to swim when I was nine months old. I would crawl <laughs> oh, into my, the lake. You're kidding! And float uh-huh. on my back. Yes. Huh. Yes. So, uh, you know, you could learn to swim at a very early age. When I say swim become safer in the water. And, and the number one drill that I try to tell parents to teach their children, especially when they take ch- uh, lessons, or even if they don't, and the parent is teaching them, is to teach them how to float on their back, because right. that's the life-saving drill. Yes. You know, if the child can end up floating on their back, putting their head back, stomach uh, nice and tucked in, back straight, uh, legs spread out, arms spread out like a starfish. That's what I tell parents to think of it like that. Uh-huh. Then that's the easiest way to actually learn how to float to be safer in the water. There's no such thing as being completely safe in the water, mm. but that's not necessarily swimming, um, but it is a life-saving skill. Yeah, yeah, and uh, as as you know, Rowdy, some people have uh, an easier time of floating than others, uh, be, depending on their <laughs> fat content, you know, especially adults, you know, you see some some people floating like a cork on on the water. They don't need a pool noodle. <laughs> and, uh, no, it's uh, true, buddy. Let me tell you, that's true for adults, but almost all, I mean, I shouldn't say almost, but I haven't met a child at that age, that young age, that can't float on their back. Yeah. They, yeah, they can't. Right. It's just that mm-hmm. simple because they have enough body fat to do that. And, yeah. uh, now, it does take some teaching and some sort of skill level. It doesn't come automatically, and sometimes it does come naturally, sometimes it doesn't, but it's definitely a learned skill. Well, for the most of my adult life, I've had such a low body fat percentage that um, uh, my motto is, I sink, therefore I swim, <laughs> because yeah, I, I, yeah. Have a, I have a hard time uh, floating. I mean, it's a diagonal uh, float in the water, if you will. Uh, now, uh, let, let yeah. me uh, share with you, and while well, I know th- that you know these statistics, Rowdy, but let me share with the audience uh, some statistics about uh, just the um, uh, the abysmal uh, statistics of, of how many people don't know, you know, children don't know how to swim. 79% of children in households with incomes less than 50000 per year have little or no swimming ability. Uh, now, the ethnic breakdown, uh, 64% of uh, African Americans, 45% of Hispanic or uh, Latinos, and 40% of Caucasian children have little or no swimming ability. Ten people drown each day in the United States. And finally, formal swimming lessons reduce the likelihood of childhood drowning by 88%. So I, I, my hats off to you. Uh, or swim cap off to you, if you will, <laughs> for doing what you do and, uh, and, and the noble cause of, of what you're 
continually um, uh, professing and uh, championing, uh, uh, you know, across America with uh, with uh, swimming organizations in getting people to take formal swim lessons or getting their uh, the parents to get their children to take these uh, swim lessons. Because now, then, then there's the the other side of the spectrum. People, uh, you know, you've heard of parents just throwing their kids in. <laughs> in a body of water and it's kind of sink or swim what doesn't that traumatize a kid and and i mean sometimes some kids you know they'll uh, they'll uh, automatically uh, you know their survival mechanisms kick in but doesn't it traumatize some to where they never want to go in the water again or what is the statistic there well, I, I, I don't, I don't really have the statistics for something like that where parents do that. I, but I can tell you, it, 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 it's, prob- it's probably very, very low. I, I, I don't, I've never met a parent, at least current day parent, that has ever done that to their child. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. In the old days, yeah, you know, I mean, yeah. when I was a kid, that that probably was part of learning how to swim, um, not literally sinking or swimming, but that was part of it. But you know, today's parents much different in many ways, and and no, that that doesn't happen. Um, now there are ISR classes, infant survival resource classes that some parents put their children in, and at the end of those classes, the child is, uh, for a lack of a better word, thrown in the water with a full winter gear on and oh. they end up floating on their back. Yeah. Now, yeah. having said that, they take a six-week course five days a week for six weeks before they get to that point. So, it, you know, see. again, they, they teach that child. My, one of my granddaughters took an ISR class, and she loved it. Um, she was two years old, and, and you know, and, and yes, at the end of the six weeks, she put her winter clothes on and, and uh, kind of jumped in the water and floated on her back and, and, and stayed there for like two minutes. And, and that's a, a great skill, again, to learn. That's the main skill that they learn. But I don't know any parents that do that anymore. <laughs> All right. Okay. On that note, uh, Rowdy, we need to take a bottom of our station break. And when we come back, I have many more questions for you. Uh, Let's talk about independent classes. Uh, Of course, there's the Red Cross, the YMCA, Swim America. And we'll uh, talk about your organization, USA Swimming. Uh, Also, what to look for in classes, as well as um, some of the health benefits. We'll get into that in the second half of the program, the health benefits of swimming. Other than walking, swimming is probably the perfect exercise. And we'll also talk about pool versus ocean swimming or other bodies of water that, uh, uh, like Rowdy mentioned, he uh, started in a lake um, at nine months old, (laughs) which is pretty amazing. Back after this on our special edition of the program with Rowdy Gaines, famous Olympian here in America. We will be back with more information for your good health here on Dr. Health. So stick around if you want to stay healthy. Dr. Health returns right after this. When it comes to probiotics, why do employees, managers, and owners of health stores recommend and personally take Theralac more than any other brand? Results. Fast results. In fact, Theralac is the fastest-acting medicinal-strength probiotic. With patented stomach acid-resistant delivery, prebiotic stimulation, and guaranteed potency, Theralac restores regularity fast while providing all the long-term benefits of a superior probiotic supplement. Don't be fooled by probiotic products that promise higher potencies or more strains of beneficial bacteria. High potency means nothing without delivery, and more strains are not necessarily better. Theralac is optimally formulated for results. 
Theralac, the high-potency probiotic with guaranteed strength, delivery, and stimulation, supporting your digestion, regularity, and immunity. Theralac, available in the refrigerated section of your favorite health store. For more information, go to Theralac.com. Dr. Health Radio is made possible by Master Supplements, the makers of Feralac, America's fastest-acting medical-strength patented probiotic. See why their regular customers become, well, regular customers by going to Theralac.com. And brought to you by Noni Fruit Leather and Noni Lavender Lotion. Discover the external and internal healing power of Noni by checking out RealNoni.com. Want to get at the core issues that make weight loss so difficult? Try PGX from Natural Factors. This revolutionary product is clinically shown to help people achieve their ideal body weight in a safe, natural way. PGX helps you feel full for hours, dramatically reduces the glycemic index of any food, and improves the action of insulin. If you've ever tried to lose weight and failed, you need the tremendous support of PGX. Learn more at PGX.com. Snow, 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 snow. It is David Snow on your radio. Hey, the only doctors we don't allow on this show are the spin doctors because we tell it like it is. No adulteration of facts or figures here. Just the pure and natural news you need to know to be a healthier person. By the way, you'll never hear Dr. No or Dr. Strange on this show either. Uh, while we may not have a spin doctor on, though, we do have a swim doctor on. In fact, I'm uh, hereby awarding him an honorary degree, an SD, Rowdy Gaines SD. How's that, Rowdy? <laughs> Sp- I love it. Spin hey. doctor. I mean, a uh, swim doctor, excuse me. Uh, can't get enough degrees. Yeah, that's right. Uh, speaking of degrees, let's uh, talk about the degrees of water. Uh, now, uh, the Olympic pools, uh, since you were a, a several-time Olympic champion, uh, what is the uh, the temperature of the pool that they they typically uh, keep it at uh, for Olympic-sized swimming pools or, or for the actual Olympics? It's 80 degrees. 80 degrees. Uh, it's, it's actually in- yeah, it's in centigrade, believe it or not. So it ends up being like seventy nine point five, but you know, give or take a half a degree or there, it's about eighty degrees okay. because eighty is kind of that perfect sweet spot for distance swimmers and sprinters. So distance swimmers tend to like it cooler, and the sprinters like it warmer. Oh, okay. So that's sort of a sweet spot. So, can you really notice a difference in your performance in just a few degrees uh, difference in the water oh, temperature? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. I mean, I, I, I'm pretty good at diving in the water and saying this water is 77.5 and i'm usually about a half a degree wow really off higher or lower yeah i I, I know instantly what the temperature is and a temperature difference of just a couple of degrees makes a huge difference well all i can say is that uh, 60 or 70 degrees all men are created equal after they get out of the water if you know what i mean (laughs) anyway that's way too cold now, now you were once uh, the fastest swimmer on earth, um, and uh, that, that was quite an accomplishment. Uh, what was your, um, and tell us, uh, what is your age now? Uh, how old are you? I'm 63. 63? I swam in the 1984 Olympics in Los Angeles. Okay, that was your last. Oh, actually, I went to that. Right. I, I didn't go to the swim part, but I was at the uh, 84 Olympic Games in L.A. Um, now, yeah, um, right. Now you were you also were one of the oldest competitors at what thirty five years old at the time, um, if I remember. I, yeah, I was twenty five. Yeah, twenty five. I was uh, the third. In fact, uh, at, at that time when I won, I was the third oldest 
um, gold medalist in swimming in history. And, and now that's, gosh, that's considered just right, right in the, um, you know, the prime sweet, of your career. Right, right, yeah. Um, no, and you were kind of a Michael Phelps of the eighties, really. I mean, you, you know, being the, he was the fastest swimmer, uh, in modern well, no, times. I, nobody compares to Michael. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's a, I, I, I won three gold medals. He won, uh, 23 gold medals. So, okay. Yeah, there's right. no, it's, it's a big difference, but, but, but thank you for the, the kind compliment and Ooh. I take it as a compliment, but he's, he's the goat. Well, and he, and, and what are the, have, have the times dropped Precipitously, or have just fractionally, or what? How, what have the times done in the last couple well, of decades? Well, my world record, yeah, they've, they've definitely changed. So I swam what almost forty years ago in the eighty-four games. My world record—I had the world record at the time, and it was forty-nine point three seconds. The world record now in the hundred freestyle is forty-six point nine seconds. Wow, so about two and a half seconds faster. Yeah, that's a big difference. In those forty years, oh, yeah, yeah, okay. it, it, it it drops about. Uh, I don't know, around half a second every 10 years um, in, in swimming is, is sort of the, the mean. It, it, sooner or later, we're going to get to a spot where you're, <laughs> it's not going to be able to drop anymore. But, right, uh, but right. yeah, world records keep falling. Okay. All right, let's, uh, let's shift gears back to uh, swimming safety and talk about the independent classes that are available to parents for their children. Uh, there's the Red Cross, of course, uh, has... Uh, that organization has a variety of swim classes. YMCA comes to mind. Swim America. Give us a rundown on those. Well, there's, I mean, gosh, there's there's all kinds of swim lesson providers across the country. Mm-hmm. And you mentioned a couple of them, but um, United States Swim School Association, USSSA, um, they have swim schools across the country um, where they're private schools. There are uh, public rec departments, city rec departments, county rec departments that teach swimming lessons. Of course, as you said, wise boys and girls clubs. I mean, it's it, it, it's not hard to find a swim lesson provider around you. And many of these swim lesson providers um, across the country also provide lessons at free or reduced cost as well. So um, many families can apply for scholarships. The YMCA, I worked for the YMCA many years, and we had a scholarship program for families that couldn't afford swim lessons. So. Uh. There's all kinds of ways to get your children involved with some lessons. Now, now uh, shifting gears from uh, kids to adults, now I have met countless, and I'm sure you have too, countless uh, adults that never took up swimming. I mean, they to this day, you know, they can be our age in their 60s, uh, even older, or some younger in their 40s, 50s, what have you, and they just they don't know how to swim. And uh, so what do you say to people that, you know, think that it's too late, uh, I'm past my prime, and, uh, you know, it's, there's no sense in learning how to swim at, at my age? Well, that's one of the issues that we, we certainly face as we've gone across the country. Um, you know, the USA Swimming Foundation has been doing this for, gosh, almost 20 years. I started the foundation back in 2003. Oh. Um, and our Make a Splash program, you know, uh, presented by Philip 66, has been just awesome. They've been with us now for, you know, almost 60 years. And so we've, we've, been, um, we've been able to kind of crisscross the country. And one of the things we have found, is exactly that. The parent, especially in some of these underserved communities, you talk about African-American children, um, where that percentage is 64%. Well, we did a study, and the reason for that is because it is a generational fear. If the parent is afraid to swim, then that fear is passed down to their child. And that's one of the things we're trying to break and to educate families about, and the fact that if your child doesn't know, or if you don't know how to swim, 
don't pass that fear down to your child. Uh-huh. Break that stranglehold of fear. Right. Um, and a lot of it's access, too. Many underserved communities don't have the access to swimming pools to be able to get those kinds of swim lessons. That's one thing we're trying to educate the public about, too. Mm-hmm. And then uh, let's talk about limitations, because a lot of adults, they think that, oh, I have arthritis or I have... Um, you know, maybe a congenital condition or an accident or trauma or degenerative uh, disease, et cetera. Uh, but by the same token, I have, uh, in fact, we had him on, oh, in the last year or so, there was a paraplegic uh, guest I had on, and, and he sw- swam, uh, he, he was saying, uh, I think four or five times a week he has assistance, but he was, you know, he didn't let that stop him. So, uh, you know, it, it's it's like people can use their limitations to limit themselves or just work with it and, uh, and adapt to it and, and still be able to get out there in the water. Yeah. I mean, that's the whole idea. Swimming is a lifelong sport. It, it's something you really literally can do forever. Um, we kind of say it, uh, cradle to grave is something that, uh, that we try to implore people to understand that, yeah, we want to, want to make people aware of the dangers of swimming by yourself, especially, um, and to have that adult be that first line of defense, which is the number one thing I tell parents, uh-huh. um, and be vigilant in watching your child, like never taking your eye off them. But we also want them to understand that swimming is something that brings great joy to families. I mean, if you think about the summertime, um, and you think about family, one of the first things you think about is being around water, you know, enjoying the backyard swimming pool, enjoying going to the beach. So it's it's something that you literally can do as an exercise forever, but it's also something you can enjoy uh, personally and with your family forever and ever. And uh, that's something we want people to have. And when a drowning accident happens or a near drowning even, it it can leave, you know, a, a, a tragic stain on a family that lasts forever when they don't really want to have anything to do with water. And, and, and that breaks my heart. I don't want to see that. Right. I, 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 want to, I want them to see the great joy that swimming's brought me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, a pool versus ocean swimming, or as you mentioned, uh, different bodies of water, and you uh, yourself learned in a lake at nine months old. Uh, but, uh, you know, my... Kind of my philosophy, if I can't, if I put on my goggles and I can't see fish through them, I'm in the wrong body of water. I'm, I'm more of an uh, ocean swimmer, not a pool swimmer. And uh, I, I don't want to see stripes at the on the bottom of the where I'm swimming. Uh, and that means a, a pool. But some people thrive on pools and they'll, they never uh, ever think about uh, setting foot in the water, uh, in the ocean rather. Uh, or even in a, a natural body of water. So, uh, you know, it's to each his own, right? I mean, uh, some people prefer one or the other. Uh, what is your f- uh, personal f- philosophy? Do you also go in into the ocean uh, for swimming, or do you are you strictly a oh, pool yeah. swimmer? Sure. I live on the ocean. So oh, okay. Right. I, I, yeah, I, I live in Port Charlotte, Florida, which is oh, yes. sure, in the sure. Gulf of Mexico. So, yeah. no, no, I, I, lo- I grew up, like I said, on a lake. Uh, I, my parents water skied for a place called Cypress Gardens. So oh, yes. They would take the boat over to work every day. And, and uh, so, wow. yeah, I've grown up around water, and it's really part of my DNA, part of the fabric of who I am. And, but I don't, I don't have a preference. And, and I think most families will tell you a day at the beach is no different than a day in a backyard swimming pool. It's still going to bring joy to them. Uh-huh. Um, we're just trying to create uh, really an awareness program, an awareness situation to make sure 
that you're aware at all times of where your children at are, especially. I mean, adults, yes, I understand that. Um, but when an adult drowns, it's usually an accident. Um, and when a child drowns, it's unintentional. And, and the difference is 80%, for example, 80% of children drown in front of an adult. Oh, my gosh. In fact, within 10 feet of an adult. And that's because the adult is either not paying attention or they're at a party. And you have to understand when a child drowns, there's no yelling and screaming. It's not like the movies, for that matter, an adult. That's right. But when somebody drowns, it, it's, not, it, it's not a yelling and screaming like you see on TV. It's, it's a silent killer. And it literally looks like you're just bobbing up and down in the water. There's no panic. Yeah, to it. right. Mm-hmm. So, um, so, you know, a lot of times you're just not aware. And that's what we want to try to talk about when we talk about these statistics is the fact that you just have to educate. And that's part of our mission um, that we've been trying to do is, is just educate families, educate communities um, about the, the do's and don'ts around swimming. All right. On that note, Rowdy, we need to take one last break so I can keep asking you questions here. And when we come back, I want to ask about uh, some of the specific benefits to your health when it comes to swimming and uh, what you've experienced over your lifetime as well as uh, people that you have come across and work with uh, as far as the many, actually the multitude of health benefits. And we'll get into some of those and uh, also other aspects of swimming. Uh, there's a couple of organizations I want to mention, and then uh, we'll have you give out your website for USA Swimming as well. Back after this with more information for your good aquatic health here on Dr. Health on our special edition of the program. Rowdy Gaines is my guest, a member of the U.S. Olympic Hall of Fame. He set 10 world records between 1978 and the 1984 Olympic Games. We'll be back with more information right after this. So stick around if you want to stay healthy. With the countless array of condition-specific botanical food supplements out there, how do you know which one to choose? The bottom line is quality. After all, you're investing in your health. Do you want results? And the high-quality difference is what you'll find in every bottle of Terry Naturally products. Founder Terry Lemerand has over 40 years of experience introducing standardized extracts to America. Using scientifically studied exclusive ingredients, all their products are tested for purity and potency, like the award-winning Curamin, for safe, effective, non-addictive pain relief. In fact, Curamin is the winner of 32 national awards. Because it works! Terry Naturally also features a variety of immune formulas, natural products for sleep and stress, as well as an exclusive red ginseng extract for energy and cognitive benefits. See all their products at your favorite health store, Terry Naturally, the brand you can trust. Noni has been used by Polynesians and Hawaiians for over 2,000 years as their main medicinal plant. Now our new products bring the power of noni fruit to you in a pleasant-to-use form. Noni fruit leather is made from pure, organic, unfermented fruit and offers relief for many health problems inside and out. Our soothing lavender noni lotion helps with pain, skin ailments, and sports injuries. Noni fruit leather and lavender noni lotion are available online or at most health food stores. Try our noni lotion and fruit leather for improved health and energy. 
Since 70% of your immune system is in your guts, don't you think it's time to take a little better care of it? After all, so many things you're doing to it are affecting its function. Not getting enough fiber, eating too much sugar, excess stress and alcohol, as well as that sedentary lifestyle. So maybe it's time for a tune-up, an intestinal tune-up, with the medical strength probiotics from Master Supplements. Their signature Theralac, recommended by doctors for more than 15 years, will rapidly colonize your intestinal tract with the specific gut-friendly strains of potent beneficial bacteria. And their patent-protected delivery system has garnered Theralac and their other probiotics with a worldwide reputation for results. There's also True Flora, a unique probiotic and enzyme blend with bio-cleansing effects, and True Bifido, specifically formulated for colon support. See all of the Master Supplements products at your nearest natural food store or go to Theralac.com. Master Supplements, the probiotic pioneers. Welcome back to The Cure for the Common Radio Show. David Snow with you. It's your weekly dose of verbal vitamins. And if you're just joining us, Rowdy Gaines is my guest, former Olympic swimming athlete and uh, champion, gold medalist. Um, and we're talking about swimming for health as well as swimming for safety. And um, Rowdy, um, not to take anything away from your sales, but uh, did you? Uh, are you familiar with Johnny Weissmuller? the former Tarzan. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, this uh, next Thursday, uh, June 2nd, I believe, uh, is the uh, birth anniversary of, of uh, Johnny. And uh, he was an actor and Olympic gold medal uh, swimmer. And uh, as you know, or as most people are familiar with him in the Tarzan movies, he uh, starred in over a dozen movies, but he was actually a gold medalist. And as was uh, Duke Kahanamoku, the father of surfing here in Hawaii, where we broadcast from. And uh, he was also a gold medal uh, medalist in uh, swimming, I believe, the 1912 uh, Olympics or uh, thereabouts. And uh, so, you know, a lot of notables, uh, including you, uh, are, um, are champion Olympians and and swimming and uh, so what what is the future for Rowdy Gaines? Uh, are you going to continue doing what you're doing? <laughs> oh yeah, I mean I, I love the sport of swimming. It, it changed my life. I didn't start swimming competitively until I was in high school. I was a oh, okay. junior. Uh huh. Yeah, so I started really late and uh, you know just fell in love with it. Um, I had been cut from five other sports from high school sports, and this one I didn't get cut from. And, and, <laughs> How about and, that? And uh, obviously, a dream started. And, uh, and you mentioned those names. That's the first thing I did when I tried out for the swim team was I went and studied the history of the sport of the great team uh. for me. And you know Johnny Weissmiller and Buster Crab, and of course Duke. And I, I lived in Hawaii for eight years. So oh, you did? Okay. Love it there. All right. Yeah, and yeah, two of my children were born there, and, and uh, of course, uh, you know, leading up to Don Scholander, Mark Spitz, and yeah. John Neighbor, Michael Phelps. I mean, the list goes on and on, and that's just the male side. I mean, we have incredible female swimmers sure. as well. So, yeah, I'll, I'll, I, this, this is part of my life now, and, and trying to talk about water safety. The USA Swimming Foundation has been doing this a long time. I work for an organization called the Pool and Hot Tub Alliance, and our Step in the Swim program is, is partnering with the USA Swimming Foundation. We do a lot together. And that's the thing is we all need to come together on this. This is, this is a not about one organization or two. This is about a family of organizations coming together and doing all we can and stopping drowning in its tracks. Absolutely. And speaking of family, are any of your four daughters interested in following the father's uh, Olympic footsteps? 
Well, they they are all grown now, and none of them swam competitively. Believe it or not, okay. they all love the water. All right, they all learned how to swim at a very early age. Uh-huh. My youngest is twenty three now, and we're empty wow. nesters. Now we follow our grandchildren, and so hopefully the. Some of the grandchildren are very young, and hopefully they'll they'll take after their old grandpa. All right. <laughs> good, good. Well, we just have a few minutes left, and before I get into uh, some of the health benefits of swimming, first of all, I want to ask you, how long should you wait, you know, from a swimming expert that you are, how long should you wait after you've eaten a meal before you go in the water for a swim, since a lot of people, well, this is a holiday weekend, and a lot of people are going to be, of course, picnicking sure. and eating and feasting yeah. and then going in the water. Uh, but yeah. uh, what, what are what are the guidelines that uh, the USA Swimming has on that? Well, there's not really a set guideline. You know, that That's, again, going back to the old days of a bit of a myth that yeah. you can't swim after you eat. It, right. It, there's no science behind that. Again, I'm not a nutritionist. Of course, I'm not a scientist. So I don't, you know, don't take my word for it. But from my understanding, from all the articles I've read about it, this just has become this legend now that you can't swim after you eat. And that's just not true. Now, there is the fact that if you gorge yourself and you have a stomach ache and you're in cramp situation, then, yeah, obviously you don't swim. But you wouldn't do anything after you, you, that's know, right. you have, to have a big meal like that. Yeah. So swimming is just one thing. And so you really have to kind of, again, gauge yourself if you're an adult. And if you're a child, then that parent needs, again, if that kid goes in the water on an empty stomach or a full stomach, it doesn't really matter because the bottom line is the parent Good. has to be Overseas. first line of defense yeah, at, yeah, yeah. At, at all times. I can tell you all about taking swim lessons. I can give you all the stats you want, but there's really only one that matters. If a, if a parent keeps an eye on their child, that a drowning will never happen. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Um, uh, Rowdy, we're out of time. Uh, I'm going to cover some of the health benefits of swimming on uh, on next week's show as well as the week after. And uh, but um, give us a, your website for USA Swimming, please. Yeah, sure. If you just go to usaswimming.org. Okay. Um, and dot org. The station pieces on there. Yep, usaswimming.org will tell you all about the sport. It will also tell you about the foundation and where to find swim lesson providers. Oh, excellent. To find swim lesson providers around your area. All right, all right. Okay, good. And and how, how many uh, miles? I know you've swam 25,000 miles over your lifetime, <laughs> which is uh, circling around the earth. But uh, uh, how long do you swim typically uh, now nowadays? I, I swim about a half an hour, 45 minutes every day. Every Six day? Days. Wow. Yep. That's great. And ocean or ocean or pool? Uh, a pool. I, stip it, I, I stick in my, my uh, I have an endless pool in my back. Oh, yeah, I love those, I yeah. Yeah, yeah, I used to know uh, Jack LaLanne, he had one too. All right, uh, yeah. all the best, uh, Rowdy. Thank you so much Take for care. being with us. Appreciate it. Thank you. All right, there goes Rowdy Gaines, former Olympic champion and here we go with another edition of the program but join us again next week same time same station for another doctor health show until then i'm david snow reminding you first of all thanking you for joining us and reminding you it's not how long you live it's how you live long aloha have a healthy week three-star general michael j flynn head of the pentagon intelligence agency knew all the government's dirty secrets he was one of the most respected generals in the military flynn knew what the intel world had been up to he understood its funding he ordered the first audit of the use of contractors this set off alarm bells the explosive new documentary flynn 
deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.